You know, one of the hardest things about Christmas has to be the anticipation, <laughs> waiting for it to arrive. Doesn't it seem to you like time goes by more slowly during the month of December? We have a little chalkboard in our kitchen to count down the days until Christmas, and I looked at it this morning before I left the house, and I can tell you that we are 10 days away from Christmas. And of course, my anticipation used to be related to getting gifts. When I was five, I remember I wanted a Winky Dink set. Now, if you're under 40, you have no idea what that is. When I was 10, it was a new bike. When I was 12, it was a basketball goal. But I've grown up, and these days it's different. Now, I don't look forward to getting gifts. I look forward to giving gifts. And I look forward to spending quality time with our adult children and our grandchildren, although this year we are celebrating Christmas in Missouri with our 92 and 94-year-old mothers at Spring River Christian Village. So break out the jigsaw puzzles and the dominoes. Turn on Wheel of Fortune and Lawrence Welk reruns. <laughs> and as for snacks, there'll probably be some petrified orange slices from last Christmas or maybe a 10-year-old candy cane that used to be a tree ornament. So what are you waiting for this Christmas? Are you looking forward to anything special? In the Gospel of Luke, we're introduced to two people who make their appearance in the final act of the Christmas drama. One is a man named Simeon, and the other is a woman named Anna. And they don't typically appear in any of the nativity scenes, and you will not see their images on any Christmas greeting cards, but they are very important to the first Christmas. These two godly senior adults had been waiting. They had been looking forward to something, actually to someone for a very long time. Take a look in Luke chapter 2, verse 25. There was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So Simeon was waiting for the consolation of Israel. You see, things were not going well for the nation of Israel. Four centuries had passed without a prophetic word from God. That's 400 years of silence. Think of it. From the time of Galileo until the year 2000, that's what we're talking about. At the same time, Israel was occupied and cruelly dominated by Rome. And in Judea particularly, they lived in fear of King Herod, who was a heartless and a paranoid killer. The people were wondering if the Messiah would ever come, the Savior would ever come. The nation of Israel, when Jesus arrived on the scene, was spiritually dark. It was militarily oppressed. And I'm telling you, Israel 
needed consolation. They needed comfort. Nationally and individually, they were lonely. They were hopeless. They were alienated. They were insecure. They were desperate. But you know, friends, it strikes me that the desire to be consoled is universal. From time to time, every person in this room will have to deal with feelings of loneliness and hopelessness and alienation and insecurity. And when life tumbles in on us, and it will, if we live long enough, it will. When that happens, we will feel desperation. But we learn from this passage that Simeon took the baby Jesus in his arms and it all changed in that moment. He broke out in praise. What prompted this spontaneous praise? He said, my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all people. I wonder if you can identify with Simeon today. I know that there have to be some in this assembly that are feeling the need to be consoled this Christmas. Are you dealing, are you dealing today with loneliness because of a recent move or because of a divorce or because of the death of a loved one? Are you dealing with hopelessness because of a recent job loss or infertility or a health challenge? Are you dealing with alienation because of estrangement from a parent or from a son or daughter or a brother or sister or a grandchild or a co-worker or a friend? Are you dealing with insecurity because of your dim prospects for marriage or employment or financial stability? Do you feel desperate for answers, direction, some resolution of your present life situation? Are you waiting today for some kind of fresh sense of God's peace and God's presence? Well, let this let this time of Christmas wonder and worship fill you up with the consolation that is in Jesus Christ. See Him today through the eyes of old Simeon. See consolation for your life in the face of a baby. Well, what about the older woman who came up at that very moment and saw the baby Jesus in the temple that day. We're introduced to her in verse 36. There was also a prophetess, Anna. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. She gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. So Anna was looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. She was looking for the same person as old Simeon, but for a different reason. Instead of waiting for consolation, Anna was looking forward to forgiveness, the redemption of Jerusalem. And the word redemption here carries with it the idea of captives being freed. 
The deliverance of Israel from Egyptian bondage is the Old Testament illustration of redemption. God's power against impossible odds to release captives. It points ahead to the time when the power of the cross would provide deliverance from the greatest slavery of all, the slavery of sin. So when Anna saw Jesus, she gave thanks and spoke of Him to all who were looking forward to redemption. Here at last was the one who would save His people from their sins, and she could not keep the good news to herself. So down deep, down deep today, are you burdened? with guilt this Christmas, maybe because of something you've done this past year, or because of the way you have lived in the past, or the way you're living today? Do you feel trapped in a prison house of sin that you cannot seem to break out of? Do you feel enslaved by an addiction to food, or drink, or sex, or drugs? Do you feel stuck in an unhealthy relationship that suppresses God's best in you? Do you feel bound by a negative or critical attitude that keeps you from fully giving yourself to your loved ones? Do you feel shackled to your past failures? If you need redemption, if you need deliverance, if you need forgiveness, Jesus can give it to you, and I can think of no better time than Christmas at the end of an old calendar year, and just a week away from the beginning of a new calendar year. What a perfect time to redeem your life and your future by the power of the only one who can forgive you and change you from the inside out. Just as Anna was looking forward to redemption. Maybe you have gone to bed at night with an unspoken prayer in your heart that one day you want to be saved from who you are right now. One day you want to change. Or maybe you awaken in the morning with the thought that Jesus has extended a yet unanswered invitation for you to come to Him in the deepest place of who you are. Are you looking forward to being delivered, saved, to live your life free and forgiven? You know, I'm struck by what old Simeon told Mary, the mother of Jesus, that's recorded in this same passage in verse 34. This child, as he held Jesus in his arms, this child is destined to cause the falling and the rising of many. Well, that's really not a very joyful Christmas greeting, is it? That doesn't sound to me very much like a glib, Merry Christmas. Here's the truth, friends. Christmas splits people into two groups. Since Jesus has entered the world, He has divided the human race, and He has caused the falling and the rising of many. Because of who Jesus is and 
what he came to do. It forces people to make a decision about him. And here's the decision. Jesus is either a rock you stumble over, the falling, or he is a rock upon which you build your life, the rising. On the threshold of this Christmas 2013, Jesus is calling each of us to a personal decision about Him. And it is a decision to ultimately fall or rise. Pray with me. Our Father, thank You. Thank You that we can draw back the veil as we read the words of this well-known, well-read passage in Luke 2. And we can see Anna waiting for consolation and Simeon looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. And in them we see ourselves because there are times when we all need consolation. And there are times when we need redemption, forgiveness. But we thank you that we live on this side of Bethlehem. And we have experienced it. We know it. But only in part because one day, until Jesus comes again, that's when we anticipate that we will experience complete consolation and complete redemption. And we look forward to that day when he comes again. In his name we pray, amen.